At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it is the Lombardi Line as we kick off a week here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Michael Lombardi out today. He will be back later next week, so I'm lucky. I get to hang out with my man Wes Reynolds here on the Lombardi Line. We got a developing wardrobe situation, Wes, as, and the reference from Santos is perfect. Mm-hmm. Remember Ben McAdoo? with his introductory press conference there with the Giants when he was swimming in a suit. Well, today I got in the car, halfway to work, realized I don't have my suit jacket. Mm-hmm. Get here, and there's a rack right over in the corner at the South Point Studios here on v of a couple of jackets. Well, I pulled out one of the jackets. The problem with working with a former first-round draft pick in the NFL and Mike Pritchard <laughs> is I put this on, and it made me look like Ben McAdoo, even worse than Ben McAdoo, swimming in his suit at his introductory presser. So I just want to apologize to the bosses off the jump. This was not planned, as I say. Hi, my friend. How are you today? I'm well. I had my own little wardrobe issue because I had a nice collared shirt. You know, usually I like to wear, you know, a longer sleeve collared shirt underneath the jacket here and then put it in the dryer. I was like, oh, I got to get the quick wrinkles out thing because it wasn't wasn't washed so it was just kind of hanging on my rack there and then I was like put it on and all the wrinkles are in the shirt so I'm like okay I gotta go with like the polo shirt under the jacket today when you institute when Bill AD instituted a draft uh, a dress policy here at VEASAN because we're a bunch of dudes for the most part that have no clue what we're doing 
Um, I think they were trying to make it uniform that we were all going to look better, but we all just are still bad dressers wearing bad jackets. <laughs> right. So that's the issue as, right. as, as we get you going here on a Monday edition of the Lombardi line. You know, I, I thought game two last night was fascinating, and we can talk about this to start the show, Wes. And again, with sports betting, it's not about hot takes. It's about taking some bullet points and taking some lessons from the game before the application to game three in the NBA finals and obviously the series price as that adjusts. Now, I got the series price as Boston even now in the Warriors, a favorite of 115 to 120. That was one of the books I looked at this morning. Is that really kind of what you're looking yeah, at as well? Yeah, pretty much. Maybe a small lean to the Warriors. I've seen 115 and then minus 105 on the Celtics coming back, but it's still pretty much a coin flip here. And I think it kind of has to be because you've had two games that have played out in two disparate ways. I think in game one, maybe those that were backing the Warriors and I was on the Warriors yesterday. I think you were kind of leaning that way when we talked on the Sunday morning show and you know, it wasn't because, oh, Boston threw everything in in the fourth quarter. It was more than that. There were some flaws that the Warriors showed in game one in terms of defensively, in terms of maybe some of the rotations, in terms of maybe Coach Kerr's decisions on who he was playing in the fourth quarter. And you saw very conveniently that Andre Iguodala was back on the injury yes. report yesterday. It was like, no more fourth quarter Andre Iguodala, no more any quarter maybe, depending on <laughs> when he'll be back, but certainly not in the fourth quarter because I thought the Celtics really took advantage of that. We know how bad and we talked about how bad Jordan Poole was defensively. It's amazing, though, that you're more engaged. And not that he was great last night defensively, but how much more engaged you're going to be when you throw in those yellow Poole. shots and yep. they go yep. in, yep. you know, 39-foot three to beat the buzzer at the end of the quarter. Then all of a sudden you're interested in playing defense. And that's just, I guess, typical basketball at any level. When shots go down, you're <laughs> eager to stop the other guys because you have the confidence that the shots are going in on the other end. So you kind of saw that a little bit with Golden State. Nice adjustments, I thought, by Kerr in terms of how he dispersed the minutes. Gary Payton, the second, obviously very big. You mentioned that on the show yesterday as well. Especially in the first half, you know, because this is a guy that can get you a couple buckets. I mean, he's not going to. Defensively, get you. he's yes. so good. Yes. I mean, if his daddy's the glove, he is every bit the mitten, Gary Payton, the second. <laughs> I hadn't heard that. I like he that. He really is a guy that they need because if you look at the individual backcourt defenders for Golden State, Steph Curry is never going to be called a lockdown defender. Nor will Clay Thompson, nor will Jordan Poole. Draymond is really the linchpin of that. But when you could put a guy off the bench like Gary Payton, too, it really, it really makes a difference. Uh, Tatum got his points last night, but Tatum had to really work hard for his points again. So we talked about that yesterday. Golden State's not going to necessarily go away from throwing multiple guys at Tatum and even doubling him, especially when he drives to the basket. And if you're going to let Al Horford or Derek White or Marcus Smart or these other guys beat you from the three, then so be it. Everybody has an opinion of Draymond Green. That's why he runs home and does his podcast, and it's very popular because he's a polarizing person. He's a polarizing player. But even with the 29, the six boards, the four assists, West, the three steals from Steph, and I thought his defense was actually really good. His energy was insane yesterday. You could tell there was an immediacy to Steph and the Warriors. Draymond Green won this game. You don't even have to look at the box. Mm -hmm. I mean, what he did, I understand the Grant Williams tech midway through the first. He was tackling players, but there was a concerted energy. And this was the Mel Tucker, Draymond Green, the football player, Michigan State, not the Tom Izzo. I know he didn't play football, but he has that type of mentality. And there was just this energy about him that he was going to make the Celtics feel him. 
And I think that kind of spread. Now, Boston got out to that 13-5 start where Jalen Brown was kind of hot early. Mm -hmm. But as Draymond was the main defender on Jalen Brown, he was 5 for 17 from the floor by the time the game ended. Uh, look, Draymond drives me crazy. I'm sure he does you as well with those whip passes, with the movement and the turnovers. But it was about an attitude. It was about this is a dynastic situation and we're not letting it fall in game two. We fall behind game two. Nobody's ever come back after losing the first two at home in a seven game series in the finals. Uh, I just want to get your take on Draymond because I do think that energy is something mm -hmm. that we could carry forward as handicappers no, into game three. No, ab absolutely. A great point by you because look, Guys obviously like to get under Draymond Green's skin, but he was the guy that's like, I'm going to get under their that's skin. Right. You know, I'm, a, you know, what do they say in boxing? Be first. Yes. And he was being first last night. He was getting under these guys' skin. And I think Draymond was doing what Draymond needs to do, and that's be a facilitator, and that's be the linchpin of the defense. Uh, you know, did have nine points, but only took three shots. That's good. We, <laughs> we were commenting in game one, like, you know, it's midway through the third quarter and he's already got like a dozen shots or something like that. It's like, they're not going to win mm -mm. with him shooting the ball that much. He's got to get his offense like off putbacks and, right. you know, just off energy plays, making steals and whatnot. You're not necessarily running a lot of offense for Draymond Green. But, you know, when you get seven assists and five rebounds and you're an active defender and making steals and, you know, blocking shots at a block shot at a steal last night and just really getting underneath the Celtic skin and getting them kind of all discombobulated. He's a much more effective player. It's it's and I'm glad you highlighted the numbers because the numbers aren't really there. It wasn't sometimes you're watching a game and you're just you get a feel for it. You know, even at the break where it's 52 50, you know, there there was you know, that third quarter, we saw the third quarter in game one. This is what the Warriors have done now for years and years. This third quarter was 35-14. We saw the same third quarter in game one. But didn't it feel like, Wes, there was a different energy last night? It did. It did. I mean, there was a little bit of vintage Warriors here because I've commented that this is not your 2015-2016 Warriors. Of course, Kevin Durant had a lot to do with those two-year time periods. But this isn't a Warriors team that necessarily always busts out like a 24-4 run on right. you. They don't do what they used to do. And this is kind of like old Warriors last night, 35-14 to in the third quarter. So third quarter Warriors, I guess the more things change uh, around the world, the more they stay the same, that the Warriors can still come out with energy immediately in the second half. And then, uh, you know, going back to Tatum, Tatum, did have 28 points on eight of 19 shooting six of nine from three. But one of the things you're seeing, and I'll go back to what I said about Tatum, he's having to work for these shots. And especially when Andrew Wiggins and Wiggins, I know he didn't hit that prop for us yesterday, but Wiggins defensively has been very good. If you look when Tatum is guarded by Andrew Wiggins, I think it's been 55 possessions. Got to work his butt off five of 15 for 13 points with Andrew Wiggins. Yep. So that's the thing with Wiggins, and maybe I did. I underestimated that. That was the only bet I lost on the game yesterday, but I underestimated thinking, okay, w Wiggins is just out there for his offense. No, he can really defend, and that's he's the guy that I think is in charge the most, at least. It's a team and a coordinated effort, but he's the guy most in charge, I think, of Jason Tatum and has made him w work absolutely hard. It seems like he's having to work harder for his stuff than Steph Curry is having to work for his. You know, I was really happy we had we had Wes on the Lombardi line yesterday, and I'm, I was happy we had him on last because you went Warriors. Wes, when it comes down to pros, when it comes down to JVT, nobody's sharper when it comes to the association than him. 
everybody was on Boston yesterday. And sometimes you got to lock that noise out and go with what you were feeling. And like you said, you gave a, a, a ton, a myriad of good reasons for why you were on the Warriors. Why the Warriors could struggle moving forward? Couple things. One, we've got a Clay. We got a Clay Thompson yes. problem. We've got yes. a. It's almost awkward to talk about because he is a pylon defensively. He used to be a great perimeter defender. He, he's awesome on the wing. He's shooting twenty six percent in the series. He was four of nineteen last night. He was one of eight from three. So sixty nine minutes. He's ten of thirty three. He's four of fifteen from three in the two games. He's been a non factor and frankly a liability. Yeah, and, and a couple of those buckets he got last night, by the way, were in garbage time when uh, Idoka basically about 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter is like, okay, I'm going to wave the white flag. Yep. We got we did our job. We split here. We're going back 1-1. So he, discretion the better part of Aller, and Clay did get a couple buckets late, but four of 19, one of eight from the three, uh, didn't get the minutes. Now, his minutes got added at the end. He ended up playing 30 minutes, but you could tell that the minutes were down when you compare it to Wiggins or you compare it to Peyton the second or Curry or any of those guys. So, yeah, Clay Thompson, there there is an issue here, and I'm curious to see if maybe – they decide, okay, you you know, you have to play pool. We talked about that because you got to have them in the pick and roll, but you got to live with this poor defense. But you got to yep. start playing Gary Payton the second a little bit more, maybe Otto Porter Jr. if you're going to go a little bit bigger. Three and D. Yeah, yep. and, and play him a little bit more because Clay, he just – and this has really been all playoffs. You know, he's had maybe one or two decent that games. That closeout game against the Mavs, he was spectacular. Yes, yeah, he was great in that game, but you just haven't been getting the consistency out of this guy really all playoffs. All right, our buddy Wes Reynolds chilling in and sitting in for Michael Lombardi, who's out for the day. We've got a packed show coming up. We've got Thomas Gable, Will Hill, Josh Applebaum is back. We're going to come back and set you up for Wednesday's Game 3 and then get to some of the NFL. Right here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, download Nevada's premier sports betting app that's BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, in game betting, boosted out specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip. And when you do, bring that Nevada ID. You're going to be ready to go within minutes. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Download the BetMGM app. you got to be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. Wes Reynolds in from Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. My man Wes Reynolds was hunting a bet during the break like the Celtics are hunting Jordan Poole on defense. What I mean is, I think you were looking for some college baseball to bet, no? Well, we've got a lot of games today. I think we've got like 10 games, actually 11, because one of them, UCLA-Auburn, had, I think, a rain delay last night, so they had to go over to today. But looking at the screen, you got 10 elimination games. They're still in the round of 64, so trying to advance to the Super Regionals. I think we already had one start today. That's Michigan and Louisville. Louisville being the host, but the uh, the Big Ten still representing the Michigan Wolverines up two nothing early in the first on Louisville. Let's get a play. We got to get a we got to get a family play on some college baseball before we get out of here. Today. Okay, we got a couple ten o'clock games. Okay, so. let's get when we got about forty four minutes to get a play as a family yeah. going for college baseball. I I don't know about with you. In Indiana, I grew up in Michigan, where obviously baseball is big, but I I never knew college baseball had such fervor as when I went down to the SEC, went oh, to yeah. South Carolina with oh, yeah. Ray Tanner and all the championships there. Oh, yeah. But down there, 
is huge. By the way, number one seed overall, Tennessee, they do advance uh, yesterday out of their regional. So they've been number one pretty much all season. They'll get the fighting Irish in the super regionals next. Look weekend. at you all over it, Wes Reynolds. Now you, we just mentioned hunting Jordan Poole on defense. That's where he does kill you. And I want to set up the number for game three NBA finals coming up on Wednesday. I will say this about Jordan Poole. Some of those are empty calories as far as the numbers from last night. Of course, you're going to remember ending the third quarter with that half court shot, but he got a lot of those points in garbage mm -hmm. time. Now, if you were a Warriors backer, you kind of like maybe the, he's sometimes with a shooter, you get some confidence and that carries over, but those weren't necessarily, I mean, the, the big time shot is going to stand out, but those were some empty calories as far as pools points. I like the phrase empty calories, by the way, of course, Does that it, make reminds, sense? Me, it <laughs> reminds me of, uh, of old uh, Steinbrenner on Seinfeld, just empty <laughs> calories and male curiosity. Eh, George, eh? <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Cause when I was saying it, I didn't know if it made sense. So it does make no, sense. It, no, it, it, I was on the way okay. with you. They, they, it wasn't necessarily, and it, it's, it's interesting when you look at the numbers, you know, Steph was just what nine of 21 from the floor, five of 12 from three, but he did so many other things. Um, you had clay. We just talked about, he was a disaster from the floor. Wiggins wasn't great. Although Wiggins defense has been tremendous. You know, Draymond didn't do much. And then you see pool at six, six of 14. So he did have the 17 points. He was a plus seven, but you know, three turnovers and he's not necessarily a defender. What you need from him, though, is that instant offense off the bench. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because the the two guys, at least at the head of the pick and roll, in terms of the ball handlers you're going to use are obviously Steph. Yep. And then Jordan Poole a little bit. You could use Draymond a little bit in that, but he is not really, uh, not always your necessarily your best primary ball handler. You can do it in a pinch, but you basically, you've got to use Jordan Poole. Yeah, you have you've to. You've got to have him as the ball handler. And then... Uh, obviously have a good role man to complete that pick and roll. But look, uh, a couple shots went in and I think, you know, that uh, somebody referred to him. I was uh, searching the Twitter machine during the game last night. Somebody referred to Jordan Poole as a front runner. And maybe, I don't know, maybe, I don't know if that's unfair, but I think it's kind of an accurate description. Like when things are going good, he's going good. No, no, Whoever said that, I think when, when, when there's some adversity a little bit and things get a little tight. Now, this is still a very young player. Keep in mind, uh, you know, only a couple of years in the league. But when things get a little tight, you know, there's a chance that he could go away, especially defensively. A hundred percent agree. Now, as you take a look to game three and we can take a look at it from the Celtics perspective as well. This number opened Celtics lane three and a half. And I haven't really seen any movement. I don't know if you know how there's literally it's blanketed three and a half across mm -hmm. the board. You saw that total come down a little bit. Just what? 88 points from the Boston Celtics in game two, uh, 107. So easily clears that under. I was actually, it was interesting to see the total jump up a little bit in game two. Although, you know, the public's going to want to bet these games to the over specifically with game one cashing to the over, but we did close what? 215 ish, 214 yeah, and a yeah. half. And when you look, and we talked about that yesterday and I uh, liked the under and it did get there a lot easier. And I thought it was going to based Especially on at that the break. start last yeah, night. You're hundred percent right. I was like, Oh boy, I'm, I'm on the wrong side of this one yet again. But it's one of those things. It's when it, when a number moves, like when this series first got made and it was going to be golden state Boston in the finals. I think the opener universally was like two ten and a half. Yep. And then it closed like two fourteen, two fourteen and a half in game one. Easily goes over two hundred and twenty eight combined points. Then there at least is a little bit of an adjustment, which you would suspect 
half point to a point. This got up, I think, as high as 216, but it was basically 215, 215 and a half. So easily goes under. So now you kind of split the difference between what the original price was and then what the max price was in the market, which was 215 and a half. And that's why you're seeing the 212 and a half, 213 going back to Boston. So you and I both were on the Warriors. We were both on the under. But I must tell you, when 61 points were scored in the first quarter, I wasn't yeah. feeling my under no, as much. I wasn't much. either because I, 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 think, uh, I think the Celtics had like 13 points in like the first maybe three minutes of the first quarter. Yeah, they jumped like, out 13 5. Yeah. Immediately. And, and, and it's like, you know what? I know the ball movement is great with these two teams. And these two teams, you know, for those that say, hey, there's no ball movement in the NBA. Watch these two teams because they do it the best in the business of anybody. But it's like, yeah, there's great ball movement, but it seemed like there were so many open threes and not even like contested shots, not even like hands in the face. Like there was one time I just saw Clay like run by. Like, he literally ran by a three-point shooter. Might have been Jalen Brown. Like, no hand in the Made face. a business decision. Not, not in the stance or nothing. Just no defense. So, that could get a little frustrating because, look, that's what this game is now. It's three and rim rate. When the shot quality guys and all these guys that do the numbers and the metrics on these shots are like, the best shot in the NBA is out of a three or right at the rim. You don't want to necessarily be mid-range. Everybody's like, yep. oh, it's the worst shot in basketball. Celtics... I think that what did they have like six shots at the rim last night? I was reading like they had no shots at the rim whatsoever. And I'm like, that's just unbelievable because it does seem like when you're watching offense in the NBA, it's like, okay, four out one in, yes. you know, and everybody's just kind of waiting for a kick out for a three. So, you know, you want to see a little bit more cutting. You want to see a little bit more screening, not only on the ball, but off the ball, you know, back screens and back cuts and all of that stuff. But yeah, that's what the modern day NBA is right now. I thought, well, I told you, I thought Draymond's energy and just his presence was large and loomed over this game. I thought that was the theme coming out of it. You can look at the staff numbers, but Draymond, just kind of that concerted effort. Also, who knew that Draymond Green was a sage? Remember after game one, Wes, at the presser, where he looked at the stat sheet and he said, okay, so you're going to tell me Horford, Smart, and Derek White didn't miss essentially from three mm -hmm. in game one of the NBA finals, and he just went kind of condescendingly and, and essentially met, meant, you know, they're going to regress. Well, the regression was real. Yeah. Horford was what? He didn't attempt a three. He was one of four from the field. He was a complete non-factor. Marcus Smart was 0 for, 0 for 3 from three, one of six from the field. Just 25 minutes, and we'll get into the minutes because most everybody sat in the fourth. And then Derek White was 2 of 4 from three, but just 4 of 13 from the floor. Hate to say it, Draymond nailed it. No, he did. And, and you look, and... This is what kind of shocked me based on the final score. Celtics still shot like 41% from the three, yep. you know, they only made 15 though, because I mean, look what they're going to try to do is, you know, kind of what Dallas was trying to do against uh, pretty much the entire playoffs, but also against golden state in the West finals, you know, we're going to take 45 and hope we make 20 of right. them. 45 to 50. And if we shoot 40% or above, we got a good chance to win this game, but yeah, I mean, the Celtics were hitting their threes, but it was really Tatum that kind of carried him because Tatum knows that he probably has to shoot some outside shots because he's having to work so hard at the rim because the Warriors are denying him. They got two and three defenders Fox around and him. one. Yeah, you saw that in game one and saw a little bit of that in game two. So Tatum, I think, knew he had to hit some outside shots just to go ahead and get his game going. And yeah, he did have 28 points, but 
on eight of 19 shootings. So, you know, he had to do a little bit of work here, and I think Golden State's going to continue that game plan. The Warriors are fascinating because they'll switch up their defense on every possession. Oh, yeah. It's like they just – Sometimes they'll switch, and sometimes they'll play you straight up, man, because like the Celtics, you watch what they do defensively, and they switch everything. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. You know, all the time, so – that's the thing, like Golden State, you know, you got to be a little patient. It's like, okay, where can we match up Hunt here? You know, where can we find an isolation with Steph on, uh, you know, a poor defender? So you got to be a little bit patient when you're trying to attack that Celtics. You got to pack a big lunch. I think we're going to be in for a. Lo- I think we're going to be in for a little ride with this series. This one's going to stretch. And remember, mm-hmm. you don't have Game Three until Wednesday with the extra rest. Yeah, it's literally going to stretch because it's three kids in between me. these games. Does three and a half feel right as the opener for Game Three? It does. And, 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 you know, I say when we're stretching this out because we're all going to be complaining, not you, because you'll be on your well-deserved vacation. But then come July, it's like we're going to wish we had basketball around here. <laughs> Talk about those starting pitchers for the day, which we'll get to. I actually do have a baseball play. I'm sure you do as well. We've got Thomas Gable joining us next. By the way, that total open 213. We've seen the betters push it down to 212 and a half for Wednesday's not Wednesday night's game three. Thomas Gable next here Lombardi line. You're listening to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, the VSEN summer special is here for $39. You get everything. VSIN has to offer now through the end of July. Of course, next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at vsin.com. So you get Adam Burke's daily be- baseball plays. You get Jonathan Von Tobel throughout the interminable NBA playoffs. They're going to go on forever, so get the plays. Of course, Stanley Cup playoffs, which are awesome. NFL preseason coverage. Michael Lombardi's right up there. Wes Reynolds has got golf. He's got racing lines with the F1. We've got uh, UFC. We've got you covered. Also, included in the package... At vcin.com slash summer, you get point spread weekly, which is, it's worth the $39 itself, just to give you an idea how much you're getting there. vcin.com slash summer. Wes Reynolds is in for Michael Lombardi. Don't worry, Michael will be back coming up next week. We're going to head out to the Borgata now and say hi to Thomas Gable. He runs the race and sports book there, and we have to settle a debate as we start. One, you're from that area. So Wes and I were just discussing, people don't realize how big Bon Jovi was when Slippery When Wet came out, as you (laughs) well know. And then Wes brought up Kiss, and I didn't say anything because I didn't want to disrespect him, but I can't stand Kiss. <laughs> so the <laughs> it's a long-winded way. Of, like, I literally can't stand the shtick, nor the music. So that's a long way of saying, settle the debate. Is Kiss better than Bon Jovi, Thomas Gable? All right, well, let me say this. I'm not originally from Jersey. Okay. So I don't have an allegiance to Bon Jovi simply by birthright. Um, but yes, I would take Bon Jovi over Kiss. I oh gosh, you, well, you 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 actually almost my heart skipped a beat that you were going to say Kiss because I like you, well, Thomas. Well, we were bringing that up too because the original bassist Alec John Such sadly passed away yes. at seventy yesterday for Bon Jovi. We know Michael, Jersey guy, loyal to Bon Jovi, loyal to Bruce, loyal to everything Jersey. So uh, that's what brought on that discussion. Well, do you want to answer the question yeah. yourself, Mr. Reynolds? Yeah, I, I would say probably Bon Jovi's better. Look, I gained more of a respect for Kiss when I watched that little Kiss documentary on A&E, but look, uh, 
you know, they were influential. You got to recognize that they were influential from like a marketing, from like a stage standpoint. And uh, I gained maybe a little respect for them when Tom Morello inducted them to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when he said they were never the critics band, but they were the people's band. But they weren't really like some great musical virtuoso type of rock band. Look, they stuck their tongue out and they said rock and roll all night. That's it. That's the catalog. (laughs) We we move. So them doing Detroit Rock City, your hometown, never ingratiated themselves of you? It just didn't. I don't know why. It just didn't do it for me. While we're doing this, and then we'll get into the sports, Thomas, like your band is fill in the blank. Who's your all time? I don't. I grew up on hip hop, so like classic hip hop, so Public Enemy, NWA, that kind of stuff. This is this is why we love you. This is why I love you. No, those are the legends. And by the way, whenever they do, I always like on Twitter whenever they're like ranking all these rappers of all time, and it's all recency bias. It's like, okay, where the hell is Chuck D? Oh, like, like, I mean, and they're ranking right. the best hip hop songs. I'm like, fight the power is still number one. KRS one. We can go on years later. We can go on and on. I totally agree with you. Um, big time win for the warriors. We talked about it yesterday on the show. How did it turn out for the book there at the Borgata? Uh, not too good. Cause we, we kind of <sighs> kept in the same position that we were uh, in during the show uh, where it was, we were seeing all uh, warriors money uh, people laying the four and a half, and uh, they they cash those tickets. You know, Boston got off to a nice start, and but you know, I think the first quarter turnovers really precluded them from taking total control there. And you know, of course, we know what happened in the in the third quarter, like so many times uh, before we've seen with Golden State. You know, game one it was thirty eight twenty four in the third quarter. Last night, thirty five fourteen. Golden State outscoring. Uh, Boston and Boston actually had more turnovers and field goals in the third quarter. They had five turnovers uh, to only four field goals in the third quarter. So it's just, uh, I mean, they're just getting run out. But big adjustment from uh, from Golden State there in Game One. They allowed 23 open threes. I, I thought they did a much better job uh, yeah. in Game Two of closing out on the shooters. You know, Boston did start out 10 for 17 on threes. They're shooting 59 percent there, but then they were struggling on everything inside the arc. And in the first half, they were only uh, shooting, I think, 28% from two. So I, just too many turnovers and, and really costly turnovers as the Warriors converted them to points and, and really made Boston pay for the mistakes. Uh, so it was just it, it was Golden State's night. Thomas, uh, looking at the Stanley Cup playoffs down to the Final Four right now, obviously being at the Borgata, I'm sure you're getting more interest in the Rangers Lightning than you are in the Western Conference Series. But... Lightning all of a sudden, look, they showed why they're the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. They got on the board. You had a feeling that there was too much pride for that team to get swept, but they really outplayed the blue shirts in the third period yesterday and got that late goal in the final minute to win three to two. Do you think now that there there was some optimism for the Rangers, I think, uh, winning the first two in the garden, but now do you think it's like, okay, this is a real series right now? I agree, Wes. I absolutely think that this is now a series again, and uh, for us, that's a that's a good thing because um, you know, as Patrick knows, we have a lot of liability on the Rangers uh, in that series, and um, also to win the Stanley Cup. So, uh, in Atlantic City, you're always taking the New York money, and uh, we we would certainly need the Lightning. And it was interesting though yesterday. We, we've seen it now two games in a row. Uh, where typically we just get crushed with with Ranger money, uh, especially in the playoffs. 
Uh, but two games in a row now where we've taken some Tampa Bay money. And I, I think, you know, yesterday it was uh, people betting just with that feeling like, hey, Tampa Bay cannot go down 3-0 here and kind of put themselves in the same position that the Oilers are in in their series. Um, so uh, it was actually much more balanced than what we typically would see for a Rangers playoff game. Um, and actually ended up, um, it, you know, but again, we, it was a good result for us because any, any lightning victory is going to end up uh, being a good result. The, the individual games are basically small peanuts compared to uh, the future liability that looms out there for us. That game was great, by the way, and that barn gets loud. Can we give mm-hmm. the Lightning fan a little – I know they're back-to-back, and all, but this is a really, really good fan base that gets mm-hmm. overlooked. That place got yeah, loud. Yeah, we were on the air yesterday, Dave Ross and I, for uh, betting across America, and that game was going on during our window. And every single time, you know, you could see us, like, reacting on the air, like, oh, oh you yeah. know, all these very close saves. And, and j- just a great hockey game, probably one of the best of the playoffs we've seen so far. It was a tremendous game, three unanswered from the Lightning, a 2-1 series lead for Thomas Gable's Rangers. You got Colorado looking to close out the Oilers tonight. Interesting stat from John Ewing over at BetMGM. He said since 2005, NHL games with totals of seven or more, the under has cashed 72, 52, 34. So that's 58% in the postseason. This is another one that's up in the nosebleeds as far as the total, but I do see it's dipped from seven down to six and a half at most shops. Yeah, we have the seven uh, heavily juiced, but, um, yeah, you're seeing the total come down, and, and you've seen it uh, the last two games, um, which is, uh, have gone under, except for that first game where, you know, it was just everybody was scoring at will. Um, you know, the the last two games, the Avalanche have certainly uh, ratcheted down on defense and have looked a lot better. Now they can, they can close it out here tonight, and uh, I, I guess I'll share this because uh, – Really, no one outside uh, the risk room here, or uh, I, I've put our president on alert. Uh, but uh, if we end up with a Oilers Rangers uh, Stanley Cup final, we'll be on the hook for over a million bucks here. So we're certainly uh, certainly hoping that the Avalanche close out uh, the series here tonight. Wow. Yeah, that, that that's odd to have that matchup. But yeah, but yeah, look, uh, I think a, a lot of the media conspiracy theorists in terms of, okay, what does the league want? What did the networks want? Maybe wanted the New York market against Connor McDavid, even though Edmonton, not a big market here, obviously in America, but did get some uh, injury information too. Darcy Kemper is on the ice for the Colorado Avalanche this morning at the morning skate, as is Andre Barakovsky. So there's a chance both one or both may play tonight. We know Nazim Kadri going to be out for the rest of the series. And for that matter, so is Evander Kane. Yep. When, yeah, Kane out as well. Yeah, yeah, Kane's out. The when you go to your boss with that type of number, what's the reaction? <laughs> um, basically, it's uh, well, what's the percentage chance do you think that this is going to happen? <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell me more, TG. Tell me more. <laughs> is what he said. And why didn't you balance this, Thomas? Why didn't you balance these bets? Yeah, no. really. I mean, it really, it really came from a couple bigger bets that we took on the Oilers in the future market. Uh, to win the to win the Western Conference, that's really where uh, that really came, and uh, it was at much bigger prices uh, when we were uh, further out. So um, uh, that's really where all that liability built up. I think you'll be fine. The Oilers are right. way too leaky defensively, and they've got a goaltender that's my age. That's an issue. 
or maybe he's a couple years younger, but that's an issue. All right, TG, fight the power, my man. Public enemy. <laughs> you're the best director of race and sports, but go over at the Borgata. By the way, you're three and a half on Wednesday night with Boston? Yes, yes. Yep. Okay. You're going to get warrior money. You're just going to get warrior, warrior money the rest of the postseason would be my assumption, no? I, I would certainly think so. You know, we'll, we'll – We'll see. Uh, you know, I, there might be some Celtics money that shows up here for uh, return to Boston. Okay, TG. Have a great Monday. Thank you, buddy. All right. Take care, guys. Okay. Our buddy Will Hill joins us next here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. It's Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Pat MGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using the code VSIN200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game. And either team hits a home run. That's going to happen. You're going to win the cash if you're new better. Just use the bonus code VSIN, V-S-I-N, 200, over at BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. 10 to win 200. Again, you got to be 21 years or older. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Got you back here on the Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi's out. He'll be back later next week. So Wes Reynolds in his stead. Always great to have Wes and always great to have Will Hill join us. He is, of course, the host uh, look at him smiling. He's the host <laughs> of the New York City cast over at vcin.com slash podcast. He has entered the podcasting game, and he is dominating. Who's coming up on the podcast? Got Tim Kirkham coming up sometime soon, hopefully this week. I got Maddie Humans tomorrow. We'll talk a little Rangers uh, lightning. So uh, should be a good week. Should have some good guests. So looking forward to it. What'd you take from last night? You know, I, I don't want to sit here and go back and forth after every game because I did pick Warriors in seven this time yesterday. I was very concerned about that pick. I just think, you know, Curry's the best player in the series. But after that, it's a lot of Celtics. Uh, I have some hope for my Warriors pick now because it, really two things. Uh, Gary Payton gave them a lot. I think defensively and 25 I think minutes. When, well, I'm sorry to interrupt, but 25 minutes oh, too. you know, that's pretty that's heavy for his first game back. I thought that was valuable. And he made a shot or two, you know, he hit a three. I think that got him going and he just gives you so much more than Iguodala. Now I think, you know, the old guard has given Kerr a lot of great moments, a lot of great championships and all that. But uh, I just think you have to play Gary Payton. I think that's a big, big plus for golden state. And I think for Boston, Rob Williams just does not look healthy. I don't know if you can play him going forward. He couldn't even get up and down the court. I was watching him carefully because I had some of his under props. They mentioned he'd be on a minute uh, minutes restriction. He just can't move. He looked really bad. Only played 14 minutes. So those two kind of things make me think, you know what? Maybe we are in store for a longer series. Again, you don't want to go back and forth and change your opinion after every single game. Uh, I think the question now will be, can Golden State get one of these next two in Boston? I think it's definitely possible because you don't want to go in a situation where you know, you're down three, one, even though you have five at home and you have a potential game seven at home, you don't want to be down three, one. So if you can get a split here, if you're golden state, you're in really good shape. Uh, I, I'm curious what, you know, Boston's going to do here to go to guard Curry because he's just been so dominant uh, for all of the athleticism for Boston. They can't guard him one-on-one. -on -one. Now you don't want to be in a situation where you double them and you're playing basically three on four with all the great passers golden state has, but you might have to, at least consider it. I don't know. Boxing one Curry's just killed him. Curry's been by far the best player. Tatum's really hasn't done a lot. You know, Brown had a big game one in a big first quarter last night, but I think putting Draymond on Jalen Brown sort of limited Brown. So uh, I'm back to thinking we're, we're in for probably a, a longer series here. And we were talking about this earlier, Will, when Andrew Wiggins has been on Jason Tatum, has been very good. Uh, yep. 55 possessions, only giving up 13 points, 5 of 15. And Will made a good point, I think, Patrick, about Robert Williams being that you know, maybe he goes the way of Andre Iguodala, who just so conveniently found himself <laughs> back, quietly. back on the injury report about three hours before game time. I think Steve Kerr realized, I can't play this guy really very many minutes, and especially not in the fourth quarter. Steve Kerr, I think, would love to have that one back. 100%. And why didn't you text me the Williams props yesterday? You text me all the other ones. I didn't get uh, that one from you, my man. But you did text me, and I said, I'm going under in this game. Most of these I'm waiting for in-game opportunities, and I understand that's bad programming, so I'll skip that part. But you're coming back on the under in game three. 
Yeah, I am. I should have texted you again. You don't really know because the, the quote from Madoka was 20 to 25 minutes. Sometimes there's some games gamesmanship where, Hey, if you play him 28 minutes, 30 minutes, that could really kill your whole angle. But uh, I think he got two quick rebounds. And after that, he was basically a no show in the statue. And uh, to, I'll get to the under here in a minute. Uh, I understand Robert Williams wanting to play and he's an important player, but this is a young kid. You're dealing with a knee injury. You don't want a situation where you start to damage the rest of your career and, and you play on something you really shouldn't remember. He came back pretty early from a meniscus. So uh, that's something to keep an eye on with Boston, but I am going back to the under here in game three. I just expected a defensive series the whole way. Now game one, I think we saw just some outlier shooting with 40 made threes. And even last night early, you know, the first quarter that's 31 30 after one. I'm like, boy, my under is dead here. The, uh, <laughs> the defense really kind of settled in here and, and played well. Um, again, I don't know that Boston had, it's not a great offensive team. And like you said, Wiggins doing a good job on Tatum. Tatum has not played well. Boston's only made 37, two pointers here. They actually shot the three pretty well last night. You know, they shot, uh, I think they were 10 of 19 at half from three. So it's not like a situation where, you know, one of these games, some of these games, you can just look at the three point shooting and, and, you know, figure out the game from there. Boston has shot the three pretty well in these first two games. Uh, I think Golden State has had some answers defensively. Golden State looked a lot better defensively last night, especially, you know, with Peyton, like we mentioned. So uh, I'll go back to the under here. We've seen it drop a little bit. I could could definitely understand that drop, that adjustment here down to, I think it's 213, 212 and a half. Uh, I'm on the under. Yeah, I'm with you, Will. I was sweating that out of myself. I was like, oh, gosh, I'm, I did 62 it again. 62 in the first. Yeah. I did it again, you know. Yeah. But but I think, uh, to Will's point, it was 210 and a half when this series first got set. And then it went up to 214 and a half. So then it goes way over with that good three-point shooting on both sides, especially at Boston. Then it goes up to 215 and a half. And that's what you have to do. You have to play the market because you have to realize that this market is going to adjust. It's not just going to adjust either mm-hmm on money bet or tickets bet they're going to make the adjustment beforehand so you're already going to pay the tax in the line like if you were going back on that over last night you were paying an extra point point and a half tax so now kind of seeing it split in the middle here two twelve and a half but uh well let's go to the stanley cup playoffs uh blue shirts uh won the first two in the garden yesterday great game probably one of the best games of the stanley cup playoffs but the deserved team, I think, won based on how they played that third period. That was the Tampa Bay Lightning. How are you feeling about the blue shirts for the rest of the series? Yeah, I picked Rangers in seven. It's funny, you know, these first two series, the Rangers, it was just figure out a way to get this to seven because they're down three one against Pittsburgh. Hey, let's just get it to seven, see what can happen. Same thing against Carolina, where you're down two nothing right away. You're down three two. Hey, let's just get it to seven. We'll give us ourselves a chance. Now you want no part of a seventh game, considering you're up two games to none. You know, you're up two nothing yesterday. Really. Uh, you know, five o'clock Eastern time yesterday, it felt like the Rangers are going to the cup finals. We're starting to think about a sweep. You know, they're up two nothing. They're up two one going into the third. They're very close to going up three nothing and really putting this series away. You almost would prefer if you're the Rangers, if you're going to lose game three, rather lose it five to one, where you can just kind of get over it. It, it. It's always tough. It's always dangerous when you let a team off the mat, when you had them dead and buried, especially a great championship team like the lightning. So I think we're probably headed for a long series here. I do think the Rangers have looked like the better team. I think you, you get a game seven at home. I know the series price is like Rangers minus a dollar 40. So uh, if I had nothing in pocket, I'd probably still play the Rangers figure. You know what? Even if you're, you're two, two after four, you get five and seven at home. Uh, this Rangers team has won every game they've needed to win facing uh, elimination. So I, I still feel pretty good about the Rangers. Don't like the way that game ended. I think instead of this ending in four or five, we're probably looking at six, if not seven now, but I still think the Rangers are in pretty good shape, but would make you nervous the way, uh, the way that one ended yesterday. I can't confirm. I have receipts. Will did bet the Rangers before the puck dropped 
in this series on the series. So I can't confirm me, it. I, I, I said I, I had the lightning, so I, I trust me, I was way off. Let me ask you guys, if now. both have swept, if both teams swept, do they move up game one of the Stanley Cup finals? Or is it like an NBA situation where that game one is set in stone and you have to wait a week? No, that's why right. that's why Colorado winning tonight, it's, it's look, they're going to want to close out the series, but they're going to be waiting for a long, long time. That is going to be quite a respite. I don't believe they'd move it up. No, I don't think so. But this is kind of odd this year because usually the cup finals start before the NBA finals. Yeah. But at this pace, uh, the NBA is going to finish first. And then I think a week in between, then they go to the draft. So, you know, NHL maybe kind of wants that center stage a little bit and get this NBA wrapped up. Quickly, where did you guys have the opener tonight? I had it 120. Is that what you had, Wes, with the Oilers hosting Colorado? Because we, I got a couple shops up to 135 on Colorado. No surprise they're getting bet looking to sweep the Oilers. But what's the opener on that? Yeah, I saw about 130. Okay. Yeah, kind of the consensus opener a little bit. Uh, seeing still some prices in, in the 120s a little bit at a couple uh, shops here in town. But yeah, Colorado for the sweep, and then the overs getting bet. I think it opened about six and a half, a dollar thirty. You're starting to see a dollar forty. You're starting to see the sevens come back, juice to the under at BetMGM minus a dollar thirty-five. But usually, I don't know how Will treats this, but at like an elimination game, I think everybody still want to bet the under. I often think the over has a little bit of value in an elimination game because teams get so desperate. And we've dipped from seven to six and a half at most shops on this one tonight, Will. Yeah, nothing for me. I don't really like getting involved when it's 3-0. I was hoping mm -hmm. for a little more from Edmonton here. They've been a fun team all postseason. I thought they'd put up a little more of a fight against Colorado. Now, Colorado's obviously loaded, but kind of going out with a whimper here, Edmonton. I thought this would be at least a little bit of a longer series. I thought they could be competitive. They just, uh, you know, hasn't been the case. And again, I would probably lean towards the avalanche, but not crazy about getting involved when it's 3-0. What are you doing on this Monday? You want to hang out for another segment and talk some baseball? Yeah, sure. You want to talk about your Yankees and Mr. Judge? I, do. I would want to, sure. considering that it looks like they're never going to lose again. All right. You can <laughs> you can hang around with me and Will as well. No, I'm just playing. We're going to have Will come around. Kirkchen's a good get, man. When's he coming on the pod? TBD, but I, I've got a, I've got a commitment from him, so hopefully you, this week. Nobody's, we'll, we'll see if he can make him laugh like Scott Van Pelt does. 100%. Nobody stalks people like Will Hill. He'll get them. Thank Trust you. Me. I appreciate that. That's <laughs> very true. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> We're coming back with New York City cast host Will Hill next here on the Lombardi line. He's got, he's got a judge take that won't surprise you. That's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.